deciding who wins the game on this call. Under review. The call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host Justin West and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. JD. What's going on man? What is going on? Uh, It is Thursday night. We're into... Preseason week three. Uh, there's still some garbage football going on, but it's getting closer to game time. It's getting closer. Yeah, this is usually the week where we get to see uh, the starters, you know, the the dress rehearsal, if you will. And so far, it looks like a lot of teams are going away from that extended look. Uh, you know, just another another week for those of us that like to do dynasty is to get another look at some some prospects sure and uh just uh teams not wanting to take the chance on getting people injured and i did see that uh cam newton was taken off the field with a foot injury tonight so we'll remain to see uh, how how serious that was but yeah jordan reed out with a concussion yeah i i didn't see it but i i did see the blurb that it was a head-to-head hit and that guy Man, he's just had some bad luck. So hopefully, hopefully he's going to be okay. And I saw uh, DJ Shark with Jackson Shark, Shark. I don't know. Uh, got popped pretty good too. I won't be surprised if he's in the concussion protocol. He got hit on a uh, kickoff return. He got hit pretty good. Wow. Well, um, just so we go ahead and get this out of the way, tonight is a. Mock draft. We're we're both into a Yahoo ten team league uh, mock draft. That's getting uh, tickers counting down. It's going to start here in just a couple of minutes. Um, before that, uh, what are you drinking to help you make your selections tonight, buddy? Well, uh, to make me feel better about my selections, I am drinking a Founders Green Zebra. It's a ghost style ale with uh, it's brewed with watermelon and sea salt. Uh, I haven't decided whether I really like it or not at this point. It's it's good. The aftertaste gets me a little bit. Yeah, it's like you're chewing down on a sour watermelon, huh? A little, a little bit. Nice, nice. Glad to finally have you on board with this uh, drinking bit. I am drinking a New England-style pale ale called Autopilot from... A New Jersey brewer called Double Nickel. That's uh, pretty good. Very enjoyable. Um, but we are now under a minute on the clock until this mock draft starts. Just to uh, let everybody know, JD will be drafting from the one spot. And I slotted in through the five spot. So we'll go ahead and make picks. Uh, we'll comment on... The other team picks and uh, 
we'll see. This one's uh, kind of a, our first go round at this and see if it uh, how it works out. Not sure how long into this draft we'll go with the recording, but um, we'll get an idea of just trying to get our feet wet here before the draft season really kicks into gear for for both of us. All right, yeah, so it looks like we have uh, two minutes and five seconds to this draft starting up. And from the number one spot, uh, you're, for me, it's down between Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I would have put Zeke Elliott up in that conversation, except for I'm not convinced he's going to be back to play week one. Uh, so it's really going to come down to uh, who do I think is going to be the better out of uh, Saquad or CMC. I think, spoilers, <laughs> that uh, in just under or just over a minute, that the number one overall pick for me will be Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's pretty much the consensus, I think, among most analysts is that Saquon is the number one. And I, I just like his, his situations a little bit better for me. I think that uh, he, you know, even if Zeke was, was out there, I think Saquon would still end up being the number one, maybe Zeke too, but... I, I really do like McCaffrey. I'd like his chances, if, especially if you're playing PPR to catch, you know, 100 balls this year. And I think that Carolina is going to have a little bit higher potent offense. I, I definitely know that I like Cam Newton better than um, whoever the Giants decide to roll out there. <laughs> and I, well, I can't imagine. I, I mean, is an injured Cam Newton better? Well, it, it, yeah, he he may be injured, but I cannot imagine that uh, teams will not be um, stacking the box pretty heavy against Barkley. So as we were talking about this, uh, Ron Rivera just would not go into specifics, but Cam Newton is in a walking boot. So if you're drafting, there you go. And here we go. I am drafting Saquon Barkley. Is on to team two, and we'll see what happens here. I mean, it's it's hard to go wrong with any of any of those top three backs that you're looking at. It looked like Alvin Kamara went number two. Yep. I mean, it re- really where it gets interesting is that when it when it does get to me at number five. So I was pretty, you know, McCaffrey goes off the board there at number three. Ooh. Somebody jumped up and took Le'Veon Bell at number four. That's got to be a homer pick. And I think that makes – ah, man. Am I ready to take the jump to Zeke here? Uh, if, if, if I knew it was going to be Zeke playing from the get-go, I'd take him. But I, I'm, I think i take David Johnson here. Yeah, you got to go with the safe bet. You. The thing about drafts is you can, especially early on, you've got to hit those guys that you know you can count on. And unfortunately right now, Zeke's just not somebody that you can count on. It's getting dramatic in Dallas. Uh, that may go a little bit longer. So I think you I think you did the right play there. Uh, 
as we get to the end of the round, we'll go ahead and run down the picks in order just so you can keep track of going going through. Michael Thomas was the first receiver off the board at pick seven. And Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. I, I don't know. I think that, that New Orleans offense is really leaning more towards the run this year. And, I, I mean, Mike Thomas is great, but uh, I just don't know if he's got another huge year in him like he did this past year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that offense does this year. Uh, I mean, his catch rate last year was just ridiculous. And, uh, I, again, that's one of those things that I don't know that you can count on. You know, It's kind of like we talk about with Tyler Lockett where his touchdown rate was out of control. And I, just, I don't think you can count on that same thing. All right, so uh, we just finished the first round. And we went, oh, excuse me. Barkley, Kamara, CMC, Lev Bell, David Johnson, Nick Chubb, Michael Thomas, Zeke Elliott, James Conner, Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins kicked off the uh, second second round round. there. Yeah, so the guy on the the turn there went Devontae Adams and uh, Hopkins. I kind of like that. You know, stack two of the probably three best receivers out there. You don't maybe not in love with the running backs that are on the board for you. So yeah, when you, when you miss out on those like top two, three, uh, if you've got that turn, you can come back and grab, like you said, two out of the top three receivers. Uh, that's a, that's a good play to do it at the 10 spot. All right. So after Hopkins went, we went Julio oh, OBJ and Tyreek. We Hill. are on a big receiver run. Yes, we here. are. And that leaves me with the decision to go. I've really been falling in love with this guy lately for this year. Um, even though he's on a division rival. Don't do it. I, I'm, I'm going to take uh, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, he was in my queue in case he fell. Uh... Uh, I feel pretty good with David Johnson and Dalvin Cook as my one-two uh, running back there. Yeah, that's an understandable play right there. Ooh, Antonio Brown. Oh, and we got a tight end off the board. Travis Kelsey going in the second round. I mean, when you got it, he's you got a definite hard tier one wow. there with the tight ends. All right. Well, I'm gonna go a little crazy here just because it's a mock. I'm gonna take Gurley. Interesting. And I'm actually going to come back around. Go. I'm going to go three running back to start with here. I'm going to go Marlon Mack to you. Wow, that's an interesting pick. I, I don't have Mack that high on my board. Um, so... To, to see you you pick him here, I'd, I'd really like to uh, hear what your analysis is on that. Well, he's one of those few backs that if he can stay healthy, which is key, so that, you know, there is some risk there, obviously, um, because of his history, but he is a back that he can catch out of the backfield as well, so you do not have to take him off the field for third down. 
And uh, the Colts like to run those plays, man. So if they can uh, keep him healthy and their offensive line can do exactly what they did last year, uh, he's got some pretty good potential. I don't have the stats in front of me to see exactly where he finished last year, but uh, I'm pretty sure he finished pretty good uh, as far as the rankings go. And he missed a couple games. Oh, I'm in an interesting spot, and it came up on me quick here. Um, I felt like I was uh, in need of a receiver, and I, I, re- I, I don't know if I should have done this or not. The next receiver that I liked the best was Steph Diggs. I already had Dalvin Cook, so I was kind of a little wary on jumping in. Um, there, so I I went with Amari. I, I I do like Amari. I think he's uh, he's finally with a quarterback that that can deliver him the ball. We saw him do big things once he did in Dallas. Did go to Dallas, and then uh, now with a full off season to work with that team, hopefully he's able to do some good things. Yeah, as long as that heel heel is there. <laughs> His heel heels. Uh, just, just real quick, uh, going back through here. I, I took Gurley at the end of round two and came back with Mac at round three. Then there was uh, George Kittle, so our second tight end off the board. Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. You grabbed Amari Cooper, Carryon Johnson, Zach Ertz, another tight end off the board. Derrick Henry, uh, Damian Williams, and then Aaron Jones. Ooh, this guy goes Aaron Jones and Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes make it, makes it to the start of round three? Round four. Round four, sorry. Yeah, round four. I'll be interested to see if uh, there's not a run on some QB here, so it tends to happen. And also the, the other reason I went with Mac earlier um, instead of going with another receiver is because once – once you drop down from a certain tier receiver, I feel you're better off just getting a reliable RB1. So, I wasn't, with RB1 I, I, was, I wasn't sure if I was going to take the guy on the last pick, but I he's still here, so I got to jump on Diggs. Diggs, to me, I think he could be primed to be one of the you know top five receivers this year. He's like the best route runner. And he just is is a big play machine. So, uh, all right. So after after Mahomes, we went Adam Thielen, T. Y. Hilton, Fournette, Freeman, Diggs, Josh Jacobs, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods. It is now up to me. Uh, I also don't like going division rivals, but I'm going to take Kenny Galladay here, and then I am going to come back around and show that I've got eh, no I'm not I, w- I was going to go with a, a tight end there but I decided against it and I'm going to take I took Kenny Galladay and Cooper Cup coming around there uh, all reports on Cooper Cup are that uh, he's actually a little more agile than he was prior to the knee issue so- which is a dangerous thing so you I, I love the galladay pick uh baby tron we we know that i like that guy uh ooh, Mel, melvin gordon comes off the board so his his stock 
you know, he might be if, if he was in camp and 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 playing, and we knew he wasn't going to miss time. Melvin Gordon probably be first round material, and he's a top. He's a top five pick, and here he he falls all the way into the fourth fourth round. In the fifth round. Fifth round. Yeah, mid, middle of the fifth. Aaron Rodgers just goes. Aaron Rodgers goes off the board. Right in front of you. Right in front of me. Oh, uh, that's I, too bad. I know I, you were going to take him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Do I want to go that homerism? No, I'm going to... No, you're, you're looking at Robinson or Montgomery. Which one were you homer in there? I was looking at Montgomery. Oh. But I went ahead... So you, I went ahead and snagged Mark Ingram. He's going to be a huge, huge focus in that Baltimore offense, and I think that playing alongside uh, Lamar Jackson gives him the opportunity to really shine because Jackson's going to have to lean on that running back position. And I don't see a whole lot behind Ingram. He's finally going to be that bell cow role. Yeah, I, I really like the Ingram play. Uh, right after that, we get Edelman, Tariq Cohen, and Deshaun Watson, who I was honestly hoping uh, would fall at least one more round. I, I considered him, but I decided I wanted to go ahead and grab another running back before. Yeah. I, I, I really, like, if I was going to take uh, – I was shocked that, that Rodgers went off the board where he did uh, and not Watson, so. Yeah, that's kind of strange to me that Rodgers actually went above Watson. I know it – I. I'm having a hard time believing that Rodgers actually plays the entire year. I think he's going to get hurt again. So, I'm, yeah. I'm typically not going to draft a quarterback this high anyway. If Watson had got back to me here in the sixth, I good chance I would have taken him. Yep. But, uh... I didn't, I didn't feel the need to reach up there. There's so many options at quarterback that you don't, you don't need to reach up high, you know. That's where I was at the end of two and three when I went running back instead of receiver because there really, there's so much more depth at receiver than there is at running back that having that extra running back really plays a role. Right. So, okay. So we go in to the end of the fifth round, and JD after. JD takes Cup, and then Brandon Cooks comes off the board. Mel Gordon, Aaron Rodgers, Mark Ingram, Julian Edelman, Cohen, Watson, Allen Robinson, Sony Michelle, and a, with a guy on the turn and, and back into the next round, he go ahead and takes OJ Howard off the board. Yeah, I almost took him in the last round myself uh, because I think he's going to be just like having another receiver. And then the guy that I was hoping would fall to me at the end of this round, Chris Carson, goes off the board. I think he's a great, great value in the sixth round. And so now I'm at a decision where there's a lot of guys who I don't love, but uh, <laughs> I... I think I'll go ahead and grab another receiver here, and I'll I'll snag Tyler Lockett because he's the number one uh, guy there in that offense. 
Yes, uh, oh, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Lockett, Evan Ingram. I considered Ingram there also. Yeah, he wasn't going to make it back. Because I was going to take him. All right, so Calvin Ridley. All right, Tevin Coleman goes. That puts me on the board. And I was really hoping Carson would stay there. All right, so I'm going to take Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. Then I am going to come back with... I'm going to go another running back here. I'm going to take Miles Sanders. So I'm feeling pretty good here uh, running back-wise. I've got uh, Barkley, Gurley, Mack, and Miles Sanders as a uh, you know bi-week fill-in. Uh, rosters looking receiver-wise, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, and Mike Williams. Um, I'm definitely going to need some help out there, uh, but I knew going into this that my strategy was going to be heavy running back uh, and fill it with some uh, decent R2, or wide receiver two with uh, wide receiver one upside, you know, week to week. Okay, so a couple of quarterbacks come off the board and Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan, who I had actually just put in my queue. I, I thought that was a he, – he, he's, I think, my favorite sleeper candidate to end up being the highest-scoring quarterback uh, this year, but who you can get at a reasonable price. But he comes off the board in the seventh round ahead of me. So I'm going to – Take another. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and take Hunter Henry. I like it. Uh, I like it less because I was hoping he'd come back around to me, but I still, I still like it. There was another tight end I would have considered that might have got back to me, um, but I, I decided to go ahead and um, get that guy. That, you know, I feel pretty good about him being a top six option at the position. So um, he, he's got that freakish ability. If he can stay healthy, I think it's time that he starts shining there without having to worry about um, the old man. Yeah. So after you grab Henry, I'll show him Jeffrey, Jared Cook, who I'm guessing was another tight end you were looking at. That is. That is. And <laughs> And then Philip Lindsay comes off the board at the 69th spot. Nice. Then we close out that round with Robbie Anderson. Oh, starting round eight, Chicago's defense. Folks, too soon. Uh, too soon. All, all eight of you that are listening at this point in time, do not draft a defense. When there are eight rounds left or seven rounds left, you should do that when there's like two rounds left. The odds of Chicago repeating their performance last year is very small. I mean, just historically, as a Bears fan, I hope they do better than that, but the odds are not in our favor. So recent picks, uh, just before I took Henry, uh, two Carolina receivers, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel went off the board. 
Um, so Curtis Samuel was another guy I had in my queue there for that pick. Uh, that that one kind of stung a little bit. He he's one of my uh, sleeper guys that that I'm really loving this year. So. We are into the eighth round. CJ Anderson just goes off the board. Rams, what the heck is going on here? Um, I guess this is. No. Should I? No, I don't like Kyler Murray. I'm not picking him. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take Latavius Murray. Oh, I had just put him in my queue. <laughs> you rat, dirty bastard. All right, so CJ Anderson goes, then Andrew Luck, Latavius Murray to some jackass. Uh, Kenyon Drake, the Jacksonville defense. What is I like, going on? I like Jacksonville's defense. I just don't know why we're picking defenses in round yeah, eight. Yeah, the Rams defense went off the board too somewhere. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I'm going to take Will Fuller here. Oh, man, I can't believe you snaked, Mary. You jerk. All right, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to take D.D. Westbrook as well. All right, so I'm feeling pretty good. I've put myself in a position uh, where I have uh, five receivers that I can play in any week, and I've got four running backs that I can play in any week. Uh, well, three and a half, I'll say. <laughs> All right, so after I take Will Fuller, oh, my what goodness, the, the Minnesota defense, Will Fuller comes off, D.D. Westbrook, a kicker just went in the ninth round, just for the record. Kickers are going off the uh, board. This, this draft is madness. Uh, yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> this is like playing in an NFL.com free league right now, guys. This is kind of crazy. I went ahead and took Christian Kirk here. Um, maybe not my favorite pick, but I think he's you know got some upside. That that's an upside play right there. Yeah, so I've been um, hearing a little bit, and I ha I have not been able to fact check this for myself, but he's not been playing a ton of snaps. I mean, granted, it's preseason. He's been, he's been playing in and out, taking turns. What the heck? Something happened here. <laughs> this this is live. This is how you know it's live. I did not get Hunter Henry. I got I did get Curtis Samuel. Yeah, your your timer went My off. My timer. The, it's a fast clock, which is good because you know we can get through it. But so now I, I really got to start looking at tight end. There are a couple potentials out there. Um, that is one of those positions again, where once you drop out of the top three or four, that you know it's kind of a, uh, a crapshoot of guys that can can cover the spot for you. Um, just just to keep everybody up, I, I took Westbrook at the beginning of this round nine. Uh, then Greg the Legatron Zerline uh, Butler kicker out of. Kansas City, Austin Eckler, Christian Kirk, also James his name White, is Sammy Butker. Watkins, Butker, Butker sorry, 
I, hey, I'm having this. Sammy Watkins, I, salt. I, I like Sammy Watkins' pick there. Anyway, more kickers. Justin Tucker, Kyler Murray, Guskowski, then Newton goes off. Then the New England defense. It's a top of round 10. Yeah, definitely a little bit of craziness. Um, so I'm I'm going to take a tight end here. I like Vance McDonald as, as a good uh, – Solid upside pick. So that's where I'm going. Well, I feel like I can do some crazy stuff now because everybody else is doing crazy stuff. So I feel like maybe I'd do something crazy right now. Uh Uh-oh. My boy's sitting out there tied in. All right, David and Joko is sitting out there. There you go. But I'm actually going to take Mark Andrews. I like that pick. I've I've been I've been doing some research on the guy. They're they're saying he's been like the most impressive guy in the Baltimore receiving core so far this year. So uh, the problem is he he doesn't just he doesn't get the snap share. He's only getting like a forty percent snap share. That's that's what, then, that's what's worrisome. Yeah. Well, and then I, I I did something really out there uh, because I felt secure with where my running back and receiver position is. I felt I could take a shot at another running back that might pay off later in the season in Devin Singletary out of Buffalo on what should be a run heavy team, and we're you know I'm not convinced that Lashawn McCoy will still be on that team come trade deadline. Back to me. I'm looking at some running backs here myself. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the guy that I was hoping the Bears would get in the draft. Um, It seems like he's carving out a a specific role. So, Daryl Henderson it is. All right. So, after I took Singletary, Royce Freeman, Rashard Penny, the Baltimore defense, Justin takes Henderson. And then Lamar Miller, that is some good value right there. Lamar Miller in the 11th round. Former Bear, I think he was a fourth rounder maybe last year. uh, Jordan Howard goes off in the 11th round. And he's followed up by Fitzgerald of of the Larry Fitzgeralds. All right, so I'm looking at my team here. I'm missing kicker, defense, and quarterback. And 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 that's what I'm missing as well. And we've got four rounds left, if I'm counting correctly. And so I will be doing my kicker and my defense in the last two rounds. Yep. <laughs> yep. Me too. Uh, so. I've, I've ignored quarterback, so I might go with a couple of them here just to, uh, you know, give give myself a couple of options. Yeah, and and this is why if you don't get your Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, you can wait until the late round QB because there are a plethora of options 
that are all within 20 points of each other most likely i'm just a couple four four picks away from me we'll see yeah. what happens here or run down just who's sitting there lamar jackson Jameis winston dak prescott roethlisberger rivers Goff, garoppolo trubisky josh allen kirk cousins i mean you got tom brady still sitting out there so there are plenty of options. Yeah, and I'm going to take Jameis here. I think paired with Bruce Arians, he already likes to throw the ball down the field. He's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and and Howard. You know, they don't have much of a running game there, so they're they're primed to just air it out. So I, I like <laughs> I like my my chances with Jameis. Okay, so. Uh, Austin Hooper, Darius Geis, Marvin Jones, Will Lutz, and Joku Funches Jackson. You took Winston. Roethlisberger goes. Dante Pettis goes. All right, so it falls to me. And I'm going to go back-to-back QB here. I'm going to go Phillip Rivers and Jared Goff. And the reason I did that is, one, because I think they're both going to be able to handle themselves just fine. But uh, I pair Rivers up it's, with with Mike Williams. And I pair golf up with Cup and Gurley. So I've got stackable situations. Uh, if those teams are putting up points in bunches, I should be okay. It's interesting. You take two guys that are, I would say, conservative quarterback picks because they're pretty steady, but they're not going to do anything huge. I'm going to, I you know, with Winston, I think, you know, he's had some ups and downs. He's a little bit risky. But I'm going to go ahead and take another shot here. I'm taking my man, Mitch. So uh, if they had been sitting there, I was looking at Lamar Jackson or Jameis Winston, honestly. Uh, But then I started really looking at my roster construction. And as I mentioned, uh, if I pair Rivers up with one of his receivers and I take golf with Cup and Gurley and they can put up 30 points a game, I should be in a pretty good position week to week. But yeah, you know, I, I've, it's something I've been toying with the idea of when I, when I come to my auction draft later. Um, if I, I know that I can get Trubisky for a, a real cheap price, and and so I like his upside. We know he can be shaky, but he puts up the fantasy points. He had what three or three three or four weeks where he was the top scoring quarterback last week. Or last year, he did. Um, you will not see those same types of teams this year, though. <laughs> no, but his defense is going to require. While his defense is still going to be good, I, I think that he's they're playing a tougher schedule, and so they're going to have to put up more points, and so it's going to take more offense. All right. Well, we know we can argue about that. So <laughs> after you take Mitch, the Chargers, then Garoppolo, Geronimo Allison, Trey Burton, Duke Johnson, Kyle Rudolph, followed up by uh, Josh Allen, Ronald Jones, the second, then the Houston D. So there, there's two rounds left. All I need is kicker and defense. So uh, pretty much what's going to happen is I'm going to go best available on both sides of this. Yeah, and, uh, and, and your, your guess is as good as mine on best available as yep. far as the defense is concerned. Um, so I'm going to take Cleveland. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, Interesting. I'm saying maybe they're in some shootouts. 
uh, which ne necessitates um, more passing, which is more opportunity for interception and turnover. I think Cleveland has the defensive personnel, personnel, personnel to be a good defense. Uh, but as we know, being a good NFL defense does not necessarily equate to being a good fantasy defense all the time. All right. So two picks till my turn. And uh, based on Yahoo's rankings here, uh, Saints, Buffalo, then Denver. If Denver's still sitting there, I'm taking them. Because Vic Fangio. Well... Yeah, I, I I like where your head is, but the the Denver Denver offense is is going to be what I would call atrocious. Okay, and kickers, I should just let this auto go, but here comes my homerism, and uh, good as gold. Yes, he's on a different team, but he will always be a bear to me. Robbie Gold completes my team. All right, so after the Houston D, you went uh, Fairburn, Cleveland, Mason Crosby, Jack Doyle, Jordan Reed. Uh, I took the Denver defense, Robbie Gold. Then the Saints defense comes off the board. Then Buffalo. Then we're right into those rounds that uh, in most drafts yeah. you said, give me whoever's left. I got, I gotta I go. got a kicker. <laughs> I, I got a kicker to take here. Um, I can't find the Bears kicker on this list right now, so uh. – do they put free agents on here? Um, well, I see Elliot Fry down here, but he's been cut, so I didn't find the other guy. Uh, Cody Parkey's on the list too, and I. <laughs> but um, draft him. Now I'm gonna go ahead and I'll take the Philadelphia kicker because I think that that has an opportunity to be a high-scoring outfit. All right, so we're coming down into these last three picks. You took uh, Jake Elliott. Jimmy Graham goes. Could be interesting value depending on uh, how LaFleur and Rodgers decide to use their tight end this year. Uh, although I think Graham got hurt too. So uh, Dan Bailey, Michael Badgley. We've got two picks left, and this is done. Rhett Marr, and we finish with... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, come on. How are you going to take this long? Giorgio Tavecchio. All right. So there it is. That draft is complete. And uh, why don't you run down your roster and tell me how you feel about your draft? All right. Well, my team, um, I, I got David Johnson at the number five pick. And I came back with uh, Dalvin Cook, feeling pretty good about running back there. Um, uh, I also, in the running back position, was able to pick up uh, Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray and, and a little bit of a flyer with Daryl Henderson. So I feel pretty good about that, that running back depth. Uh, receiver on this team, I ended up with Amari Cooper and Steph Diggs. Um, Followed by Tyler Lockett, Curtis Samuel, who I didn't think I got, but I did, and I really like him, so I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and uh, and Kirk, Christian Kirk as well. Um, uh, so I, 
I got a lot of. I I feel like I got a lot of upside on on this team. Uh, of course, I picked a couple of quarterbacks: Jameis Winston and Trubisky, um, and Vance McDonald's my my tight end. Overall, um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty satisfied with this this uh, team because I think that Jameis Winston has the opportunity to put up a lot of points with Tampa and Bruce Arians this year, and I don't feel like I took the the only real risky player I feel like I took was Amari Cooper just because he got a little bit of a plantar fascia uh, heel thing going on. Um, but where where I got him uh, there, I thought it was pretty decent value. So, how about you? Yeah, it, it's funny that um, our our draft strategies kind of match our personalities a little bit. That um, I went with a couple guys that I felt were steady, uh, were going to give me some consistency points. Uh, you know, they're they're, they're high floor guys. Um, but I also took some guys that may not contribute till later in, and uh, if they if they do have the potential to go off big, but if they don't, they're just wasted draft picks. So um, a little bit more conservative route for me. But uh, from the number one, uh, I obviously started with uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, I came back in round two and was able to get Gurley, and I then I went with Mac. Um, so I went running back heavy to begin with because most of the uh, top receivers, in my opinion, were off the board. So I wasn't losing too much there by waiting a little bit longer. Um, but my receiving or my I've rounded out my running back core with Miles Sanders and Devin Singletary. Again, guys that I don't think are going to contribute a whole lot at the beginning, but come midseason really could turn on as you push into that playoff time. Receiver wise, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup. Excuse me, Mike Williams, Will Fuller, D. Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook is is my uh, high upside guy. I think he's going to be the number one, and it's scary to think about a number one on Jacksonville, but they haven't had a quarterback in a long time, so we'll see how uh, Foles and Westbrook can get along together there. Uh, and Will Fuller, if he can stay healthy with Deshaun Watson, is very dangerous. Uh, from a quarterback standpoint, I, I did a stacking method where I, I took guys that uh, matched up with other guys on my team. So Phillip Rivers, obviously, with Mike Williams, and then Jared Goff with Cooper Cup and Todd Gurley. Again, teams that I think are going to be putting up that 20 to 30 points a game, so I don't think stacking them is a terrible play. Uh, and then rounded it out, obviously, with uh, my Mark Andrews, I think a high upside tight end, but a, a low floor. And then... Um, Robbie Gold, I can count on for a couple points if, you know, that team stays healthy at all. And then a Denver defense that uh, has been pretty decent, and I trust in Fangio having seen firsthand what he can do with no talent. He's got a lot of talent in Denver, so we'll see how that goes. So I feel, I'd feel pretty comfortable going with this team. Uh, you know, but then again, there were some people in that draft that were taking kickers and round seven or eight, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a mock draft, so you don't know how, how vested people are. You know, it's, they, they let the computer start taking over and just fill their starting spots or whatever. So, but overall, I guess my biggest uh, piece of advice would be to 
get online and do some mock drafts. Do make you know, try try several of them, and and don't be the don't be the douchebag that gets on and, and drafts for two or three rounds and then hops off. Because uh, that, yeah. that kind of just you know kind of ruins ruins it. Just get on and you know this what this took us like a half hour to do. So um, I think you know if you can spend some time investing in into uh doing the practice the mock drafts it'll a it'll give you an idea of what players are going to be around or should be around at what times and b it'll it'll get you comfortable in the draft so that you are not panicking come draft day yeah, for the for the one that we just did, the clock was very fast, which is really good for what we're doing. So if you can handle that, you know, get yourself like you said comfortable and used to it, it'll help you out come actual draft day. Uh, plus, then the fun of trash talking everybody else. Um, real quick, Justin, did you have the draft results emailed to you? I did. I did. Okay, so you get you get a mock draft grade um, within that. So if you're doing the Yahoo one, uh, I promise Yahoo isn't paying us anything for this, but it's kind of cool that, um, you know, they send you the results and say, hey, here's how we would grade it. And it doesn't go into a whole lot of detail or anything like that. But it's pretty interesting. I ended up getting uh, a B, which, you know, is passing. So I'll take it. (laughs) Sure. I I don't think I've seen that come through just yet, but... um... What I would like I to say with you, I, I I like what I liked about your draft is from the one spot. Obviously, Saquon is a pretty easy pick, but then yeah. you take Todd Gurley, who has been like the top scoring running back over the last three years, and yeah, he's got some questions with his health. But if they can manage that and and give him, um, you know, maybe fifteen to eighteen touches a game, and, and he can maintain you know he's going to be in there in those scoring situations so uh i think that that could be a really high upside pick and while you have the safety of a barkley then taking a little bit of risk with Gurley, you, you know that that squad definitely could um could be a juggernaut yeah running back around my team is my strong suit um that's it. That's the that's the spot I'd feel most comfortable with. Where I'm going to get into trouble uh, is where I took the risk is at receiver. Tight end I don't really count because that's usually a streaming position unless you've got um, Kels Ertz, uh, Howard Ingram, um, possibly McDonald this year. So sure. Uh, and I, I don't typically draft from the one. So this was this was a, one of those other things for me where uh, doing a mock and being able to draft from the uh, position that I don't normally get to draft from is nice because I'm usually middle middle to back of the pack there. And I have not done a snake draft in, in a few years. So, uh, well, yeah. This is- <laughs> I, I, do, I do get on and do some of these mock drafts every now and then. Uh, but I haven't been in a league that's done a snake draft in a few years, so I'll definitely be getting on and doing auction, uh, some auction mocks. It helps if you get some people that'll be invested in the time on for an auction mock, because if you get some bots in there, it can really mess with the um, the bid process. But 
it's still another exercise that is well worth uh, the the time to get your get used to um, how that's going to go on draft day. Yeah, we got two weeks leading up. Well, two the season starts two weeks from tonight, so a lot of those drafts are going to start coming down to it. For sure, uh, I will likely start spending a little bit more time doing mocks and. Maybe we'll even throw out uh, on our social media accounts. We'll set up a time to do a mock where you uh, definitely you know, and, listeners can mock with us. And here we'll make a, a final decision here within a couple of days. We may be uh, throwing out a uh, an actual league that we try to try to get together a podcast league. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, we haven't really settled on it for sure, but definitely uh, a strong possibility. So, um, with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for tonight. JD, why don't you tell people how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, look us up uh, at JD West 22 uh, in the usual spots on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, as always, uh, I welcome you know questions, feedback, whatever. I'm good. Let's talk some football. Great, and I can be found on Twitter at Justin M. West, Instagram JMW1977, and the show is at Another Bad Call on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can email us anotherbadcall at gmail.com. I vow to be more active on my personal Twitter this year, and, and we will both be hitting it up on, on the ABC uh, handle as well, so... Uh, we just love some interaction. The, the more followers we can get and the more people we can interact, the better with. So uh, for that, uh, for JD, I'm Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call.